0: Hello Awesomers, it's me, it's your buddy Steve Simonson, and uh, here we are talking again on the Awesomers podcast, and uh, I realize that I'm doing most of the talking, but I I sure appreciate you listening, and I've been um, pleased when I've been traveling around the world to meet listeners of the Awesomers podcast, and I I certainly uh, appreciate hearing the stories of, you know, which uh, episode or words of wisdom helped them. Or uh, which joke that they laughed at the most? Uh, I don't always get the joke squeezed in, but when I do, oh, they're good. They're pure gold, baby. Uh, All right, so let's dig into today's topic. So I had a recent question from uh, a buddy of mine, and I I won't name him because I didn't ask him permission, but basically his question was, hey, um, I'm trying to use a factory in China, and I've heard you, Steve, talk about SinoSure before, and the factory said, we don't know what it is. How does it work? Now, uh, first of all, I, you know, uh, appreciate uh, that question from my colleague and friend, uh, because, you know, if your factory is telling you something you don't know um, that you haven't dealt with, it's like, hey, let's get a little uh, friendly advice. So, the that's number one. It's like, uh, no, no bad questions, as always. Number two, I rarely trust factories when they say they don't know about SinoSure or they don't know how it works. Uh if they do, you know, let's just just assume they're telling the truth. And you know, that it's happened <laughs> some sometimes that's happened. Uh but it would be because that they are a smaller factory or relatively new and that would in itself for me would give me concern because if, if they don't have a level of sophistication to know what SinoSure is, which is a state owned company state owned enterprise they're called SOEs in China and they are their entire purpose is to encourage and reduce risk for exporters so if you're a factory in China and you have an export license your mission is to try to ship product out now of course you want some some of these factories have pivoted to selling domestic but most factories kind of pick a lane they either are super into domestic or super into export and they they stay in the lane. Again, there are exceptions to every rule. I know plenty of factories that do both. Um, but all of that said, if you're an exporter of any level of volume, you know who cyanosure is, and you probably know how it works. But today I'm gonna to break down very quickly for for all of my seller friends. Um, you know, if you're buying and importing products, um, as particularly from China, this is how cynosure works, but I want to Make sure that you understand that credit insurance in general works this way. And Sinosure is a credit insurance company. So uh, I'll I'll give some examples of how it works in Europe uh, or other places, uh, even America, Canada, et cetera, um, Australia, New Zealand. Like credit insurance is um, is a process question, not a individual company question. So I'm going to start with how Sinosure works so that if you're buying in China, you can use Sinosure, or you can instruct your factories how to use it. And then I'll try to uh, branch in how that applies to other countries as well. So firstly, <clears throat> you're the importer. Uh, you're the buyer, you're importing and the factory is largely the exporter. Okay, so you've got an importer and you got an exporter and you form some sort of trade contract. Right. Um, Maybe you've got a a 3N agreement with them. Maybe you've got a a PO that has all your specifications and that's your agreement. Um, You know, whatever your trade contract is, maybe it's just an email that you sent uh, saying, Yeah, I like that sample. Um, You know, I'll take a thousand. Those are my least favorite kinds of contracts, everybody. But whatever your deal is, you're the importer, they're the exporter. Now, one of the things that they like is they like cash everybody likes cash, but you know what sellers realize that the cash that you lay out is problematic like the more cash you have in advance of your sale the worse off you are and this is a foundational element of cash flow, right It's better, for example uh, if you don't have to pay for this stuff until after you've sold this stuff right wouldn't that be make your life a little easier and so that the, the The question is, well, how long is it going to take you to sell it? And um, we can't solve that entire problem typically with SinoSure, but you can at least advance part of the problem. And uh, a, a typical SinoSure deal would be like a net 60 from bill of lading. So getting 60 days from bill of lading will typically cost about 2%. So it's usually about uh, a half a percent to a percent every two weeks, depends on you know, who you talk to. And SinoSure will will charge that to be the credit insurance company for the factory where they will guarantee 80%, generally speaking, of your debt. So let's just say for the sake of discussion, you've got a $100,000 you owe this factory. SinoSure will guarantee 80% of that uh, through their credit insurance, meaning if you don't pay within the 60 days, they can file a claim with SinoSure And there's a certain right to cure period, let's say 30 days. But beyond that right to cure, then SinoSure will pay out the credit insurance and then attack you to try to get the money. Um, So the the principle of credit insurance is that the factory um, is guaranteed that 80% after 60 days at a minimum, right? Assuming you don't pay them. Now, if you pay them, then everybody just carries on with their life, right? Um, there is one little nuance that some factories go, well, I really need cash. And it's like, well, then go to an, uh, a factoring company or a bank, and they will take your accounts receivable or the PO, and they will finance that PO at 80%, whatever's insured. So they get that money immediately at the point the bill of lading is created. And they have to pay a little fee for that. And it, it varies. But right now, China interest rates are lower than than other places. Or, or at least competitive with other places. Historically, they've been higher uh, than the Western world, but now it's all kind of coming into uh, a similar form. In fact, they're kind of artificially being held down over there in China at the moment. So the factory says, well, I need the money, which means, okay, well, go to a bank and you can get 80% advance to you at bill of lading for you know another you know percent or two. Now, the factory may say, well, all of this stuff is, you know, eating at my margin they may want to make you pay the fees or split the fees or some come to some arrangement I think that's reasonable. I think that uh, especially when you're starting out, my general posture is you know what on the first you know uh, shipment or two we'll we'll take the burden but let, let's say the first three months we'll take the burden. the next three months we're going to split the burden and after that it's your burden uh, factory. And that doesn't mean you get to raise the price. It just means you better get more efficient. The more of this you make for us, so that you know the cost of this is relatively small. And certainly, um, when you think about the the cumulative positive effects of having better cash flow and lower risk, um, you know, let's just say for the sake of discussion that the factory uh, gets the bill of lading. The you know a bank or a factor they're they're called factors I'm trying not to confuse you but a factor is somebody who advances money on accounts receivable. This is not to be confused with a factory. So whether it's a bank or a, a traditional factor, they'll take your PO and they'll go, oh yeah, uh, it's backed by Sinosure at the factory level, so we will go ahead and advance eighty percent. So now the factory's got cash flow, and they get their twenty percent once you pay the bill. Um. I won't get into the you know who's paying who at this stage because it varies by contract. But fundamentally, most factories just simply say, you know what, I'll just suck up the pain for the 60 days and wait to get all the money then. And so they'll hold the paper themselves. Now, this is a kind of a commercial lending term. Who's holding the paper, right? Who is going to be paid the money? If the factory just says, you know what, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to go to a bank or a, a factoring company. Then they're holding the paper, and they're waiting for you to pay and I highly recommend you pay on time or early, even a day late could impact your credit insurance coverage and At the moment that you can't get credit insurance, now the factories have a um, a higher risk, and frankly, you know if you're not credit worthy, why should they extend you credit right that's That's a pretty fair way to to view things so I would you know I would always try to pay them on time now. The asterisk next to that is if there is a huge quality issue, then you have to document that and file a claim uh, relating to that quality issue. It can't just be, I've had a few complaints, I'm going to hold payment. You got to get into it and create a claim that is well documented, well understood, so that then the factoring company or the sinosure, whoever's involved at that stage, will know that there's a legitimate dispute taking place not just you trying to get out of paying. And these are subtleties, but they're quite important, uh, maintaining your, your credit worthiness. Now, this is again, in China, Sinosure is a state-backed company. So literally owned by the, the government. And so they kind of have unlimited capital and they have, you know, kind of rigid paperwork and processes and things like that. But bottom line is they are generally going to pay out uh, somebody who you know, let's say, again, somebody places an order and they don't pay, SinoSure will pay that 80% insurance contract uh, with the uh, covered party. So that same principle works in Europe and and elsewhere in the world, you know, Australia, America, Canada, doesn't matter where, there are many credit insurance companies. And they basically look up your company, uh, whether it's in Dun & Bradstreet in the Western world, or Export You know, customs export records in China. And they determine, well, gosh, what is this company based on their credit worthiness? Are, you know, what are they eligible for us to insure? Because insurance companies know that the fail rates often very small for them. The risk is quite small. But when they do get a a payout or have to make a payout, it could be, you know, substantial. And so their risk management, just like they would with car insurance or house insurance or anything like that. And therefore, the, the person they're ultimately covering uh, has to be credit worthy, so that's that's kind of my caveat: is that like if if you end up paying late or you got bad done in Brad Street, you know you got to get that cleaned up if you really want to get credit insurance. But if you've ever bought anything in China, let's say you've been in China buying for more than a year and you've bought more than let's say fifty thousand dollars or hundred thousand dollars out of China, Sinosure already has a file on you, whether you know it or not. And remember that you're not contacting SinoSure directly. Your The factory would go to SinoSure and get that insurance coverage. And that's what covers them. Uh, and that's what they feel better about. And that gives you the flexibility to um, you know, get longer terms. Now, there are some limitations to this. Some factories are living hand to mouth um this is a problem for you in any situation not just of obtaining credit but if they're so undercapitalized that they can't afford to carry your paper for 60 days that's a big problem that's a red flag and particularly right now when the situation in china is so tenuous with credit markets and the housing and their economy is is kind of crashing down that you don't want to be at risk you don't want to have this problem and uh therefore Sinosure is you know a good way to say, well listen, I understand you guys need cash so go to a bank or go to a factory and get your eighty percent advance at the bill of lading but you know and get your you know get it backed by Sinosure but you can't put all the risk on me right now fundamentally the equation of whether they accept terms or not comes down to very simple mechanics number one are you you know do you have good creditworthiness do they trust you do they have a relationship with you um all of those are factors but the the second bit is like can they afford to operate without the cash up front right what if they what if they can't get the cash um that again that liquidity problem is a big fat hairy issue for me and i by having conversations about sign i sure you could suss that out and maybe that's a reason to look for alternatives right there alone you do not want factories that are so hand to mouth that one or two bad things happen to them and they're out of business. And I've shared this um, earlier in the year, uh, perhaps certainly and I've, I've done it at a, an event or two, like the number of f- factories that are closing down in China related to COVID, related to the you know housing crunch, related to the credit crisis in China is substantial. Right? It's uh, never before has the amount of companies closing outpaced the companies opening, but that's what's happening right now. So the risk is higher on you right now than it's ever been as a importer, as you know, somebody who's trying to procure products for your brand and bring them in. Your risk profile is uh, getting worse and worse, not because of you, but because of that side of the equation. And so I want you to be very cautious and careful about it. So anyway, that's that's my little SinoSure roundup. I hope it's helpful. You know what you guys could do for me? Uh, I rarely ask for this and I'll, I'll probably try to get better at it. But you know, I, on the YouTubes, I've got a few subscribers, but uh, I've never really tried to, to rank or anything. But wherever you're watching this, whether it's YouTubes or the, uh, I don't know what other places people watch things. But wherever you watch it, go ahead and subscribe, click, share, save. All that stuff will help. Uh, spread the awareness of these things. And as I uh, have the time and, and record more of these, your help in spreading the word is useful because it amplifies the message and helps other sellers uh, get the get the word as well. So uh, thanks everybody. I hope you have a great day and happy selling. Bye-bye.